I'm Tyler. I don't fart in my sleep. Dennering. I'm Connery. Lot 666 then, a chandelier in pieces. Some of you may recall the strange affair of the Phantom of Carlsbad, a mystery never fully explained, Hanson. What is that? That's the opening of the Phantom of the Opera right before it oh. starts. But there's a broken chandelier in this. What is the address? Actually, 999 in this? And I'm like, <gasps> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. 666 then. Was it this one or the last one? They said 999 about something. I Am I just know. totally losing it? I don't know. Maybe maybe you saw 999 when maybe upside down it's 666. How edgy. Anyways, I won't say my nickname again, but it's probably one of the more apt nicknames I've given myself. Yeah. Because I never, ever <laughs> do that. You never fart in your sleep. You fart when you're awake. <laughs> you fart yourself awake, and that's it. Uh, not going to say that hasn't happened before. <laughs> But that's not why we're gathered here today. Not to examine your fart habits. <laughs> Our witch's coven of two for paraformal activity, a.k.a. paranormal activity four. That's right. Paraformal activity. Because this is the franchise. The, the, the friends where podcasts get together. The podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes there's uh, a group of five ladies in a room. Sometimes hundreds. <laughs> Sometimes hundreds in the middle of the street. Yeah. Not a single fucking Prius to be seen. <laughs> a fucking Prius. But here we are, our fourth installment in the Paranormal Activity series. Uh, it feels good. According to IMDb Trivia, I mean, I, I kind of like, if you think about it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, duh. But it's like, it's just, it's not really trivia. It's just like information. <laughs> But anyways, according to IMDb Trivia, the first actual sequel in the series. That's correct. The prior two sequels were prequels. Yes. It's like, oh yeah, this is like the only one that takes place in the future. Yeah, the story is actually moving forward now. In the year 2012, I guess? 2011. Right. So five years after the first movie. Mm -hmm. So many days after the murder of Nika (laughs) Sloan. 60 days until the second murder of Nika (laughs) Sloan. Dick him up. Do you think he could like come back as a demon? I feel like that'd be kind of cool. It'd be semi compelling to somehow say like, "Oh, that's Mika" or something. Yeah, be a little interesting, but I guess it would be a little interesting for this franchise. <laughs> would be kind of schlocky. <laughs> so be like, like, is this, that Mika? I feel like at this point they're just like trying to do whatever they can to come up with something new. And yeah, and even this movie, they're having a bit of trouble doing that. <laughs> yeah, but before we get to that, we gotta do our usual segment of. Which city's better, Carlsbad or Henderson? (laughs) (laughs) Phone in, people from Carlsbad, people from Henderson. We're taking calls. (laughs) We have a landline right next to us. Here's uh, Tiffany from Carlsbad. Tiffany, why is is Carlsbad better than Henderson? Carlsbad's better than Henderson because there's a restaurant called Crackheads in Carlsbad. And it's funny because we're laughing at people with addiction while eating brunch. It's really funny. (laughs) Everyone loved that. All right, ding, ding, let's call the line. It's Max from Henderson. Boy, hey guys, I live in Henderson. I have a big beard. I have to tell you that right now. I hear it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, where's that laughing coming from? Is that a ghost of some sort? Yeah, we got tons of ghosts over here in Los Angeles, California. Well, you know me, just a country boy from Henderson, Arizona, outside the outskirts of Las, Las Vegas. How people speak in Las Vegas, right? Absolutely. I've been there before. Oh, don't mind that sound in the background. I'm just... Uh... <laughs> 
I'm just pinching two poker chips next to each other. That's my good luck charm. You're just rubbing them together. That's right. And, uh, in my beard. I'm using my beard muscles. To well, you that. haven't really talked much about anything else about your city, so I may have to let you go. Oh, right. Sorry. It's not Henderson, but uh, Las Vegas. There's a good place called... Uh, fuck, what's it called again? There's a really good bar... <laughs> In old Vegas. <laughs> You're losing my interest by the second. I can't remember. <laughs> Click. <Are> you... Okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, oh. You weren't on the line for that? No, I was here. It just uh, Everything was frozen for a few seconds. I don't understand what happened. Oh, it was like nothing. I was just looking at you, and you just had a blank face, and like your <laughs> eyes are rolled to the back of your head. I don't get what just happened. Are you okay? No, I'm not. Apparently, <laughs> 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 I had two full conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I like that with yourself with myself I guess my inner my brain one oh was God. a valley girl and the other one was a valley girl from Carlsbad <laughs> the valley of Carlsbad <laughs> and the other one was some man who couldn't get to the fucking point <laughs> <laughs> his beard got in the way wait I don't know what I'm talking about how would I know that <sighs> uh, it's our normal segment of what's new <laughs> what's new bam <laughs> Uh, what's new with you, Connery? I can go first for once if you'd like. Oh, yeah, sure. You can go first. Okay. I just watched, uh, Muppeton Mansion. Muppet. Oh, I thought you said Muppeton Van- Mansion. I was like, what is Muppeton? <laughs> Muppeton Tid Mansion. Muppeton Man. How is, how is that? Is Mupp- it better than the Eddie Murphy one? Well, Muppeton Tid Mansion. <laughs> Ted Mansion. Ted Mansion. Doesn't have, uh, the Evers in it. So, mm. of course, it's not as good as Haunted Mansion yeah. because uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, they can never be Evers and Evers for Evers and Evers. Aww. And l- there's also no Tiki Bar. That is upsetting. Just kidding. Muppet Haunted Mansion is good. But I mean, it also doesn't have those things. Yeah. <laughs> Evers for Evers and Evers. There's only one movie that has those things. <laughs> That's the Ed Murphy Haunted Mansion. Also, if you ever see a spider, you have to teach your kid to whack it. Something I was always very mm. confused about in the movie. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a really long segment in the Eddie Murphy on a mansion where he keeps telling his son he needs to whack it. And they're like, whack it? He's like, yeah, whack it. You need to whack it. I'm like, what is this? He's back and he's whack and he's slack. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's, that's most... But... B2B, that's all, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the franchise starring Porky Pig and Connery Hansen. As I just accidentally pull out all the cables with my foot. Just... Mac the Knife, right? That's what it's called? Yeah, Mac the Knife. Okay, anyways, Muppets Haunted Mansion... Ah, uh, it was funny. There's a lot of good lines in it, a lot nice. of good jokes, some fun songs. Will Arnett's in it, and oh, that's fun. fun. He's the ghost host. Oh, he's good. Uh, you got a bunch of good people in there. Good, good, fine folks like <laughs> Fozzie Bear. Is Beaker there? Beaker is not really. Aw. Um, nor is Rizzo. He's much to be missed. But what I about think Animal? That, uh, I think he has a small part. Yeah, mm. he's he's brother. It's mainly. Uh, Gon- the great Gonzo. Of course, love Gonzo. And King Prawn, who's, uh, what, Pepe? Who is King Prawn? Uh, he's one of the Muppets. I don't know what that one is. He's Pepe, the King Prawn. That doesn't help me. <laughs> well, you know, he's Pepe, he's the King Prawn. Is, uh, the, the pig in it, what's her name? Miss Piggy? Yeah, Porky Pig, yeah. <laughs> Porky Pig. <laughs> yeah, she's in it a little bit. It, but it's like, she's barely in it. Kermit? Kermit's in it a little bit. But it's like... There's no voice actor for Rizzo the Rat right now. Correct oh. me if I'm wrong, Muppet Muppet heads out there. Um, but Rizzo's like barely in it. Oh, Rizzo's great though. But I was even watching it with Lily, and she's like, "Oh, I feel like this should be uh, Gonzo and, and Rizzo." And yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like, like they they're... put them together all the time. Yeah, like uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. That one's great. Um, and there's a new voice actor for Kermit too from oh. the past four years, and it's like, 
it's just it's just one of those tough things where you're trying to take over like a, a role that everybody knows the An voice iconic of for voice. decades. Yeah, and, and it's like, just like Hi, I'm Kermit. <laughs> it feels close. <laughs> like it feels like Kermit, but it just doesn't feel quite the same. And it's not exact. So it's tough, but um yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really funny. There's a lot of fun cameos in it. Oh, nice. Uh it feels a little like just stretch it to its very maximum budget wise, mm. like uh, as much as they could get out of it. Yeah. But that's like fine. Like it would be great if it looked a little better, but they even make jokes about the budget and stuff in it. So <laughs> that's I mean, funny. It's actually one. It's, I don't know. I just haven't seen something like legitimately funny in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that. Just, you know, I don't know. I guess I just need to watch more Muppets. Yeah, I guess so. Muppets are pretty dang funny. They're good guys. <laughs> good guys. The Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets didn't storm the Capitol. No, they didn't. They weren't there. They're good guys. Kermit did vote for Donald Trump, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that why they had to replace the character? No. Maybe Rizzo did. That's why he's not in it. Oh, yeah. Rizzo would. Is there a Muppet Donald Trump? That sounds horrifying. I don't want it. Swedish chef? He's like a ma- he's like Miss Piggy's father or something. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he would be. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. That sounds like fun. 50 minutes long. So hmm, solid. you just put it on the background, you're making stuff, or just yeah. watch it straight up. It's uh, perfectly pleasant. That sounds like a good watch. What about you, Connie? Well, what's new with me is we watched Mimic today. We did watch Mimic. Guillermo del Toro's 1997 film. That classic. No, <laughs> classic? I don't know. <laughs> uh, most underseen film of his, I think. Yeah. When you think Guillermo del Toro, this movie does not enter the brain. I would say it has none of his like motifs or like anything really about him. Is feel like is there. I think it has some. Like Maybe. He's trying to do some thematic things. Like we're talking about. It's basically a movie about giant insects underneath the city of New York. Yeah, the city that never sleeps. The city that never sleeps. According to the Chiron in uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. 1998's Godzilla. The rain slicked city of New York. <laughs> the leather clad rain slicked city of New York. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I got the Mimic Director's Cut Blu ray when it came out in like 2010. Yeah, and I proceeded to hold on to it for four years, it feels like. <laughs> Probably. I mean,. <laughs> I feel like you've had it since before the pandemic. So yeah, absolutely. That's two years. Absolutely, yeah. If Probably around that. About, you know, which yeah. is a bummer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry who? Sorry to you that I kept it so long. I don't care. <laughs> I was just looking at it after watching it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Connor's going to hand this to me, and I'll, I'll just be like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> like, I don't want it. Because <laughs> I used to think it was like, oh, it's pretty underrated. Like, there's, there's, uh, I, I generally liked it. Um, the director's cut's better than the, the original cut. Oh, wow, that's better. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think ultimately for me, I still just really like Charles S. Dutton in it. He's the police officer in it. Oh, he's (laughs) screaming the whole time. He's great. He's in a lot of stuff and he's great. He's He's like, so mean. He's in Alien 3. Um, He's like my favorite performance in Alien 3. Another movie that's like, (laughs) it's like the least least seen Alien film probably. That's the one they're on the prison one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either that one or Resurrection is less seen. Mm. I can't tell, but... I feel like it's coming back in the zeitgeist a little bit. Yeah, because they're making the show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make the show. And also David Fincher directed that one in all the recent... Like, Fincher's kind of back now with Mank and everything. But Monk. what did you think of... not? Yeah, not Monk. Not Tony Shalhoub's Monk. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Shalhoub should have been Mank. He should have been Mank. <laughs> but uh, Mank's brother, Monk. <laughs> Monk, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just really stressed I'm just, out. I just don't want to touch anything. Don't <laughs> want to touch anything. 
What if I Monk, solved a murder. What if Monk had to touch all the goopy stuff underneath the city? He'd have and, such a bad time. Mimic. He'd have like the handkerchief up to his nose and be like that, another one like in his hand, be like. Mm. Honestly, I would definitely wear a mask if I was underneath New York City, like in a oh, subway yeah. station full of bug Shit. juice and and. and um, Dutton just keeps thinking. Charles's Dutton keeps thinking it's like <laughs> some some man, some elephant man took poops on the fr- on the ceiling or something. <laughs> Ass to the sky. <laughs> I keep derailing. <laughs> what did you think of this movie? I didn't think it was very good. I didn't think it was good at all. In fact, I felt almost fell asleep several times watching it. It's very dull. It's very slow. Yeah, it's a lot slower than I remember. Mm-hmm. And then in the second act, even though it's supposed to be like action, 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 I was still super bored. I was just. I didn't think the bugs were that scary looking. I mean, I liked that they had like their claws with like made like a human face over them, yeah. which was kind of fun. But other than that, I was like, this doesn't feel like didn't feel like anything to me. It felt just like a very like '90s like action drama. Yeah, it feels very of its like time in a lot of ways. Yeah, just especially in the end, where, like you think the husband blew up, but then like he walks out and he's like unscathed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I was like, that's so typical. <laughs> It does. It does definitely feel like the least Del Toro movie. And yeah, it was his first American movie, mm. uh, first like Hollywood movie. It was for Miramax. Yeah, and he's gone on record in the past few years being like Harvey Weinstein just like kind of just like messed up a lot of stuff with the movie and just really wanted certain things is very demanding and mm. it wasn't really with Guillermo del Toro's vision. Makes sense. But it's like I, I generally like believe that for sure. You know, mm, seeing yeah. all of his other movies like this yeah, he's is definitely great. his weakest one. Mm. At the same time, you could just say that, especially to someone like Har- about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I also like, definitely I believe, believe it. it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. which includes, like, he originally wanted to cast a Latin American actor as, like, mm-hmm. the husband mm-hmm. in this movie. And they're like, the studio is like, oh, you can't do that. Like, it has it's to be like, a white why? actor. And it's just like, that really sucks. Like, that's what Del Toro said. Bad behavior. It's like, he's like, that's when I knew I really had issues, like, working on this movie. Mm-hmm. But. It's like, yeah, that's really shitty. Um, but yeah, it was the second movie after Kronos. So oh, wow. I think it looks pretty good and everything. It's the same DP as uh, The mm. Shape of Water. Oh, wow. Okay, and yeah. Crimson Peak. Mm. So The movie does have a good look to it. Like, the camera, camera-wise, it's great. But, you know, the, the story is just very plotting and slow and just very dull. Like I, I, I don't know. I, th- I, thought it'd be, I thought it'd lead to something maybe a little more different or scary or... Made me question my humanity by the end of it, but I was like, it's like, no, it's just about big scary bugs and big scary bugs go boom. Yeah, it ultimately ends up not being about enough. Yeah. And I don't know if that was in the script, like the issues of that, mm-hmm. or because there are some thematic things where it's like, oh, she can't, like the couple can't have a kid. Yeah, but she birthed this whole like new species. Yeah, it's like, oh, that sounds definitely like a Del Toro thing, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really go anywhere. But they just need to be more like human in that case. Or like, yeah. like I feel like if it was a modern one, D- Doug Jones would be like speaking as like the male um, right. one and be like, oh, mother, or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Pretty good cast. Like Josh Brolin's in it, but he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> he gets sliced yeah. in half, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you're right. Spoilers for Thanos. The bug goes up his butt like Perfectly Ant-Man. balanced. Goes up his butt like this. <laughs> Just like Ant-Man. What if it did that and it like popped out of his head like, oh, that'd be horrible. Um, Do you all, Are you all glad I gave you that visual audience? <laughs> I don't remember what else I was going to say about this movie. It's it's perfectly like fine, I guess. I would be interested to hear anybody who's seen this movie that like likes it a lot. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear somebody who was, who was a big mimic head. Add us, add us on Twitter <laughs> if you're a big Judas bug. <laughs> Judas bug fanatic. If you consider yourself a Judas bug priest, good. preaching the gospel of mimic, let us know. Uh, Dan Lauston. Lauston. Dan Lauston. I always forget about the second S. Mm. This Danish cinematographer shot it. He also did Shape of Water, Crimson Peak, uh, John Wick 3, and oh. t- soon to be for... Oh, two through four. Oh, wow. There you have it. All movies I really like. And uh, Silent Hill, which is a movie that I think definitely falls apart, but I think also looks really cool. Yeah. It's like definitely in this vein, where it's just like the cinematography is one of the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's currently not streaming anywhere. Aww. But hey, if you want to spend $4 on a movie that you're like, yeah, that's okay. It's in your red <laughs> box, you're probably. A, <laughs> or if you're a Del Toro completist, check it out. <laughs> Del Toro completist. Anything else new, Connery? Uh, I started watching a little bit of Seinfeld, but that's it. How is this show called Seinfeld? You know, I hear it's pretty good. I watched it and I, I did I did the laugh. I I'm an idiot parrot man, so I end up just repeating lines of dialogue <laughs> that I find funny. Well, you honestly have a much better memory for like lines than I do. Like, that's how that's like my eidetic thing to like help me remember something I think is funny is I'll repeat it. Yeah. And then I hope that sticks in my head better hearing my own voice say it. Oh. That but, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like anytime we're watching uh i don't know i think you should leave (laughs) yeah i just think basically anything or any game you just like even like a game you know the lines from sometimes yeah like what the heck (laughs) which is cool because like i've never been able to do that sometimes just repetition i want to get better like a rob and a what's it called (sighs) trip trip all the trip movies where he's able to memorize poetry oh yeah or like i really want to do that yeah rob ryden he knows all like the poetry stuff i'm like i want to do that really bad because then i could be sexy doing that and not be like stupid just recite i think you should leave lines like like it's poetry (laughs) poetry. (laughs) what was i there we were sitting in the dirty wet no 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 coffin for us just the wet wet mud I've been waiting for a hit for a long time for Corncob TV. I didn't rig shit. <laughs> the best version, like a thing to adapt to a poem, is probably the slop em up thing. Like the... Slop a dangerous nights. Yeah. That's like a poem in itself. I'm not a piece of shit. I used to be a piece of shit, but I am not. <laughs> not anymore. You think this is slicked back? This is pushed back. All right, we're done. Okay, no I got one. That reminded me of one other thing I have to recommend. Okay. Not horror-related. Uh, oh my God. Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, season three. <laughs> uh, Lily and I have been watching, like, that. Like that's one of our, like, favorite shows yeah. just to, like, put on. And we never watched the third season. Mm-hmm. So we've just been watching that recently if we're, like, not in a great mood or something. Just put that on. And uh, it's great. He just... Kind of like he doesn't rip people apart nearly as much as like Hell's Kitchen and yeah. stuff, but like it's he always puts on a disguise now. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jamie Kennedy or something. Yeah, it's like the most ridiculous disguise, too. <laughs> you didn't know about this? No, I have no idea what this is. Like season one, it starts off like, oh, he actually looks disguised as someone, and then by the <laughs> second season, he's like dressed as like Mrs. Doubtfire, basically. <laughs> and I'm just like, nobody believes you. And every single time, there's so much shit on me. <laughs> every single time. There's a disguise, like in every episode, Lily's like, it doesn't even look real. Like, she gets like fixated on it. It's so funny because uh, she just like wants to call out how fake it looks. I'm like, it's just, I don't know. It w- never does look real, though. Uh, no, he is in disguise and he goes and like goes into a restaurant and so he's yeah. really nasty. But then he also makes it like seem even nastier because he like, 
He's like, ladies and gentlemen, forks and knives down. I think that's what he says. And then he takes off the disguise. And he's like, this place is going to hell. We have 24 hours to turn it back. And then everyone, he's like, do I have your commitment to come back in 24 hours from now? And everyone at the, at the restaurant's like, yeah. And they add a bunch of, like, they add a bunch of ADR always. So it's like when there's, clap, when there's like a big scene at the end when they're all happy, they're like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Like that classic, like just background crowd sound that's just like in a, in every audio bank. Um, so yeah, he shuts it down. He tries to save it from like sometimes the owner is just a big butthead. And you saying, what's it called? Pushback? The hair? Yes, like pushback, pushback slick not back. slickback. <laughs> Last episode we watched season three, this guy had like the biggest hair with no forehead. It like <laughs> took over his whole head. <laughs> and his wife was like, just seemed like she really cared about the restaurant, like and their like their relationship. At least that's what they made it seem like. Uh-huh. And she really wanted things to get better. Yeah. And then it's like Gordon Ramsay remodeled the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like always putting his finger behind the behind the pizza <laughs> oven or whatever. Like, look at this. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. There's rat poop everywhere. And, and then he eats it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they like renovated this whole thing. Um, and it looks like nicer, and they have better menu, better mm-hmm. food, like a real chef. Solid. And then it goes to like real the three shit. months later at the very end. And usually it's like pretty upbeat. Every once in a while, yeah. it's like, oh, it's a complete disaster. And it's this like, was one of those times. It's just like, <laughs> hey, like they're both wearing hats. Like both of the couple are wearing like baseball caps for some reason. They oh, both no. look very like upset. It's like, oh no, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's like, hey, like we decided to separate. Uh, the chef never showed up that you hired. Oh my God. And like this line cook who is like, he was like 19 and really into cooking and yeah. stuff. He really wanted to become a chef. Uh-huh. And he just happened to be working there when uh-huh. the show was there. And it's like, oh, he quit too. Uh, they all left me. Like, <gasps> so then it cuts to those people. And <laughs> the chef's like, hey, like, thanks for hiring me, Gordon. Like, but, uh, I never got a call back from the owner. <laughs> so it seemed like he didn't want to work with me. So the guy was just like blaming everybody. Yeah, else. but he, they're just like, like, he just didn't. Yeah. So that's more of a downer episode, but mm. it's, but it's very entertaining. Ones. I really like the idea of him being in full disguise <laughs> yeah, and just really, unmasking and like, it's really when you ridiculous. say Mrs. Doubtfire, I imagine like a full fat suit and just like ripping the face off and being like, it's me, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he always takes off the wig. He's like dressed as like a firefighter <laughs> or like a lumberjack. <laughs> You have to check it out. It's good. I'm totally going to watch. Is this like on Discovery Plus or something? Uh, it's on Hulu right now. <sighs> it might also be Discovery Plus. I'm gonna, I feel like it should. It's on like Food Network or something, right? Or I, I did hope it would be. I think it's on Fox. Oh, then it's definitely on Hulu. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So check that out. 24 Hours of Hell and Back with Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> the most horrifying show. There's another it's one for Spooky Month. There's another one I say where like he tr- he's trying to be Anthony Bourdain. He's like traveling around, and then like oh, they're yeah. like they're like climb up the street to get like the fruit on the top of it for like the dish. And he's like, and he can't even be like I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> You've seen that show? That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. It's so oh, good. When uh, whenever he, they, they remodel the restaurant, yeah. it's like the staff comes in and then like. Like the the workers of the restaurant have to go in overnight, mm. but sometimes the owner doesn't. It's just like that sucks. But then uh, the Gordon Ramsay's crew comes in, and he yeah. always comes in like moves one bench, and like it looks like he <laughs> was there all night. So it's like I doubt it. No way. <laughs> no way. So, it's just like a superb reality show. That sounds I highly amazing. recommend it. That's like my shit. Uh. <laughs> so good. I'm so. still watching Naked and Afraid of Love too. By the way. Speaking of <laughs> naked and afraid of love, 
Do you know who's afraid of love? The married couple in this movie. They don't like each other, apparently. Uh, I was going to say Toby is naked and afraid of love. Oh, Toby is naked. (laughs) Is he? I don't know. Is Toby a... Toby is tiny. Toby, it's official. He's tiny. Yeah, it's officially Tiny Toby. (laughs) That's what he's going to be known as from now on from us. (laughs) Tiny Toby. Because last time in the third one, like the kid's like, he's tall. But then it shows like the ghost. Yeah, Toby's like curtain. It just falls. It's Mm. like he's like child size. Yeah. But he's a demon. Yeah, he's like a kid demon. Yeah. It's like a comic book. Kid demon Toby. (laughs) Tiny Toby. Tiny Toby. Only Demon McDuck. <laughs> Demon Duck! Let's get demonic. <laughs> yeah, well, how would you feel about Paranormal Activity 4, Connery? It was kind of the worst one, in my opinion. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I couldn't really get behind it that much, for whatever reason. <sighs> I, I saw the twist coming, but I think I've seen it before. But I, I got confused midway. I was like, I was like oh, wait. Uh, Zane is Hunter. That's a writer. What's his name? Not Zane. Wyatt. Billy Wyatt. Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane. Wyatt's Hunter. And I was. And I, I am first, a child. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> he puts himself on the boat because he's a, he is a child. <laughs> oh God, I'm getting flashbacks just to a, that. Just a bald child. <laughs> I'm a child. I am a child. But yeah, you know, it's probably you know what I take that back. I might have liked Paranormal Activity three worse than this one, but. You liked it worse. Liked it worse. <laughs> I mean, that's a sentence. Yeah, that makes sense. It barely makes we know sense. What you, we know what you mean. <laughs> we need some structure it's, work. It's definitely the least scary. Yeah. there's. It's definitely a lot of kind of like more lore building, I feel like, than actually scary. Yeah. And uh, I guess I kind of just bought into the conceit more of, yeah. I was like, in the very beginning, like they, they ease you into it pretty well, I mm-hmm. think, where they're like, I'm like, are these kids playing Wii without controllers? What are they doing? And <laughs> they play like, Connect. They're playing I Xbox totally Connect. Xbox, I totally forgot Xbox Connect was a thing. I did too because I was like, are they playing Wii? Oh, awesome. And I'm like, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they don't have controllers and also it doesn't look like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, and there's no way the Connect's working right now. So that's insane in itself. Yeah. But then, like, most of the stuff, most of the, the footage is recorded on the Connect. <laughs> I'm like, man, they must have like no games. It's just filling up the storage. Oh on my god, device. yeah. Could you imagine they want to download anything new? It's like I can't. It's just constantly on the connect. Toby won't get off the connect. <laughs> <laughs> He's just playing that Star Wars uh, dancing game. I'm on solo. I'm on solo. Reach to the stars. What's the rest of it? I don't know. You're the one that obsessively sends it every once in a while. It's really good. Are you gonna play it right now? No, I'm just gonna pull it up. Okay. To the lyrics. Keep going on. Keep going. Okay. But there's the dot. I like the aspect of the dots. It gives us like a fun look at little at tiny Toby for the first time. And he's just a kind of a little boy. Nothing really scary about him. Um, Katie is featured pretty prominently, which I forgot about. And that was enjoyable to see her always. Yeah, I didn't even know she would be in it. Yeah, me neither. I totally forgot she was. And uh, I don't know who Robbie is supposed to be because he kind of vanishes at a certain point and then just doesn't come back throughout the movie yeah. there's no real i don't know i, I would like to know more about what robbie's deal is but i think me just might be another kid pawn of like the coven because obviously they have hundreds of members if the ending of the movie is anything to go by yeah wait robbie is the daughter robbie is the other kid oh right right, right. robbie is the kid who you think is hunter. actually hunter but yeah. actually why it's hunter and i thought that was a great like switch, yeah. switcheroo it's a good switch and bait Swi- and switch switcheroo as the technical term is <laughs> switcheroo switcheroonie 
it, it's good because I I called him Hunter the entire time. I was like, oh, that's Hunter, that's Hunter, and I was me. And then the Wyatt's like, my name isn't Hunter. And I was like, oh fuck, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, and it's like drawn on the wall on mm-hmm. the on the door like how it was in the last movie. Yeah, and then they have the whole baptism the thing one. where like the Toby like drowns and then he comes back and he, has, he styles his hair differently. Oh yeah. Has, oh, like another Toby we know. <laughs> Spider-Man dies and is reborn as emo Spider-Man. Absolutely, and that's what happens to this Toby. Now dig on this, everybody. <laughs> dig on this. But, yeah, I thought that was fun. I'm like, oh, like now Wyatt's dead and Hunter is reborn again. So. Yeah, that, I didn't really, really think about that, like, symbolically. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And uh, we have the main protagonist, which is the, I think her name is Alex, is the girl? Yes. Yeah. So we have Alex and Bennett, the couple who are more parents to the two children than the actual parents are. And uh, yeah, what did you think of Alex and Bennett? Uh, um, I thought they were great. One sec, I need to play this. Song. Sorry, hit, hit it. Hit, play it loud. Hansel <laughs> like looking at the crowd, Lobots dancing. <laughs> No job at an answer to. No job. A lot of lyrics. That's basically the whole song. Uh, I want to get back to the chorus one more time. <laughs> we'll do it at the end. Don't worry. All right. All right. <laughs> song for Paranormal Activity 4. It really I is. Wish, I, wish, I really wish Toby was just dancing. <laughs> I'm just, looking for my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you see him on the connect like, camera. perfect, 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 <laughs> perfect. <laughs> He's just dancing away. <laughs> I I really liked the like this movie wasn't scary at all really. Yeah, but I just really liked looking at the Connect camera, how everything's like infrared. Yeah, that's super cool. Like, and it's spooky more mm-hmm. than it's scary because you see Toby like right behind Wyatt. Yeah, and you just, and then you see Katie later just sitting on the couch mm-hmm. just walking by. I'm like, she's actually there. She's not a ghost. She's no. just like a creeper in their house. Exactly. I'm like, she's just in their house. <laughs> yeah, which is also terrifying, but. I just liked how it looked. It was all green and spotty, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you just like. I watch this. I watch this movie, Stone Cold Sober, but it's like you could just like take an edible or something and just look at it, and be like, "Oh, this is cool, <laughs> pretty." But hey, I also like the, that there's a cat in this, and the cat jumps around too. Yeah, and like, these good cat jump stairs in this too, where like it moves the camera. People like ah, I imagine people jumping in the theater when it did that. Yeah. But let's go over some stuff that happens in this movie, shall we? I guess so. Or we could just play the Han Solo song eight times. Hit it. <laughs> Get sued by Connect. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is another thing where like, uh, we have also slowly uh, Robbie kind of eating away at Wyatt and making him more uh, more weird like him. <laughs> Robbie eating away at Wyatt? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, Robbie's know. very strange. Also, where did she get Robbie? Did she like abduct him or something? I think she he's just another kid in the coven. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So they just use him as like a little pawn to like get their real goal, which is Hunter. All the coven stuff's too much. It is a lot. It's way too much for me. I'm like, I just want to see demon stuff. I don't want to mm-hmm. get sucked into like a whole like okay, it was it, one thing when there's like six of them. Mm-hmm. 
in Moorpark, California. Yeah. But when there's like a million, uh, like uh, probably like a few hundred in the middle of Henderson, Arizona. Yeah. It's like, why here? It's, it's because weird. he's there, I guess. Why? Yeah. And like he's like kind of the Antichrist or something. <laughs> he I don't must know what be he is. the Antichrist yeah. at yeah, this point. Like he must be yeah. so important. Like, if there's that many witches in Henderson, there's got to be way more somewhere else. I imagine, like, they're not all from Henderson. Like, they all kind of probably flew in to do this. Oh, yeah. like Kind of like the vampires in uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah, they just sprinted across the <laughs> ocean. <laughs> well, I guess we'll go home now. Bye. <laughs> and they sprint back. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I think this is a very more of, like, a very plotted out, methodical thing. With, like, all right, it's it's go time. Like, we're reawakening Hunter and like Toby's going to take him now. And they're like, okay, let's all get here. We'll all book the same flight on spirit airlines and we'll get there <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> they're just trying to pay in like sage and <laughs> sage and like the ashes of your first unborn child. Oh my God. Brooms. They just rode their brooms there. Ha ha ha. Which stuff. But yeah, there's that scene I did like a lot where, um, that the I think Hunter and Robbie are hanging out, and the door like slowly closes, and the light turns off, and then Alex finds uh Wyatt with like all like the drawings drawn all over him. Oh yeah, like the, so so we can see Toby. Who has the drawings on him? Uh, Robbie drew the symbols on Wyatt, so that he can see Toby. Yeah, because he can never see Toby. Like he was just kind of this like force that was there. But, but. why can he see Toby if he has symbols on him? I know it's it's like a ritual preparation thing, you know. It's like witch and like occult magic symbols, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. It's like there's so much dense lore stuff that kind of went over my head at points. Yeah, it's a lot. They even do a little like Wikipedia info dump on like what the symbols mean and all that jazz. Yeah, he's like, hey, I uh, did some research and mm. it looks like a witch thing. I'm gonna go to your to your house and <laughs> use your computer. Yeah, then like, she... does he not? He has a computer. Why is he going to her house? Because he likes hanging out at her house. But no one's there. <laughs> I think that's the point, <laughs> but, but, and then like, she even's like, oh, it's like a fertility symbol, blah, blah. I'm like, fertility. That's interesting. Like, why that? The triangle? Yeah. It looks like the Deathly Hollows. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Together, it makes one the master of death. Wyatt. Wyatt. Wyatt, the master of death. Wyatt. Wyatt, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We should like... There's just too much lore stuff. I want to just focus on some things that made me happy. Yeah, sure. What stuff made you happy? Uh, I think the dad is like I was talking up Brian Boland in the second one. I'm like, he's but you a love great this like one dad. Even more. Yeah, he's a better dad yeah, actor. He's a better dad. <laughs> he's not in it that much though. But he's he does not. A good but job. he's he's really great when he is. He's mm-hmm. just like. She's like, Dad, Alex is like, Dad, look at this. Look at this, Dad. And he's just like, Oh, so good. He's like, Oh, so good. I don't even know how to use my phone. I don't know how you did that. It's like the funniest thing. And he's just like, in, He's barely in the movie. Yeah. And yeah. There's that scene where the knife falls down from the ceiling and he's, and he's like holding it. And the wife's like, Okay, I'm sorry. Just come back to bed. He's like, But it's knife. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of even more like doofy dad. Yeah. He doesn't really do much. And then. And then I thought at the end he just drove away from his daughter. It's like, oh no, he got like sucked into the other side. That's, yeah. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. And the car just drove away on its own. That yeah. stuff is like spooky in a fun way. It was, mm-hmm. so wasn't that scary. But, yeah. But not to be bittersweet, but uh, the actor Stephen Dunham who plays the dad that was this was like his last movie. Oh. Because he had a heart attack before oh. the movie came out. That's a bummer. So yeah, it is a big bummer. 
He also, hey, to bring lift it up, he was the cowboy guy in The Mummy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> He's like the other American explorer who's like trying to outpace Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> or as I learned recently, Brendan Fraser. Fraser? Is actually how you say it, but I don't think um, anyone says it that way. Wow. So we'll just call him B-Phrase, and that's B-phrase. split it down the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what a... <laughs> That's what Alyssa always says. Well, now I don't have to hear the blues call him ever again when I think of his name. Toss out and scramble Scramble phrase. (laughs) Past an impending guest, Alyssa Wise. She'll be on the Mummy episode. That'll be fun. But yeah, I don't know. That's fun. The mom doesn't do much. She needs to learn how to cut red bell peppers, I guess. Yeah, that video says the word red bell pepper about a (laughs) hundred (laughs) times. And you think the knife's gonna fall near her or something? And oh. it just I, I didn't want her to get like knifed by it, but it's like, oh, it's just a little something. Yeah, but, like a nicks her finger or something like that. But all the all the characters are really kind of tertiary, except for Alex and and it's really ultimately about Wyatt. Mm-hmm. But I I liked that. It's just the parents are just kind of like, da da da, we're mm-hmm. just adults doing stuff. Derping around. Yeah. Yeah. The mom just goes flying into the ceiling and then falls back down. <laughs> That's how she dies. Yeah. It's very sad. And then Bennett gets really unceremoniously killed for his like role in the movie. Where I, I will say, though, he disappears for like a good portion of the third act to come back in the end. Oh, yeah. He really just comes back to get killed. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's gone for such a long time. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah right. You exist. <laughs> he's like, oh, look, look, look. My computer just does this, okay? I didn't do it. Like, the computer just it records it's us. Just, uh, it's like, oh, you. It's like, no. he's like, I don't know how to. I'm like, just, just undo it. You know how to just use a computer. Undo it. Just don't record the call. He's like, I don't know, I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, what? How do you feel about them using laptops in this? I thought it was like fun. Camera, yeah, it, it was okay. I mean, like, this seems very teenager to carry your laptop around like that. Yeah, it's like up to the point where she goes to the garage and she's still carrying her laptop and freaking out. Yeah, but I also get it where it's just like, I need to document this. Mm-hmm. It's like she wants to hold on to it. Yeah, I'm a little confused as to her like complete inaptitude of like technology though, which I'm like, Mike, Mike, you're you're a teenager, you know how to work that stuff. Come on. What is she inept at? She doesn't know how to review the footage. Oh. And that's why Bennett's over there so often. So she like has no idea how to review the footage ever. Oh. Yeah, just go to like QuickTime Flash Player. Or yeah, whatever. right. Like, it's, not, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. They just need to bring them together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I watched this with Lily and she just wanted to note that she thought they had good chemistry. Like They the, did. The Alex and Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were cute. Even though. And she's like, oh, like. A lot of the dudes in these movies, the paranormal activity movies, mm-hmm. are just like, like kind of douchey bros, or yeah. just like he's more skater bro, stubborn fathers and stuff. <laughs> and he's just like kind of a kind of dorky, but he still like talks himself up. Yeah, she's like, he's like, oh, I had like sex like three times, four girls. It's like what? <laughs> three <laughs> times with like four girls. He just, he just sounds like he's lying. <laughs> yeah, like he's funny. He's like legitimately funny. I think, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, and then they were talking about farting or something, right? Yeah, they were talking about farting. Oh, because he was recording it at all, and he's like, yeah, you farted in your sleep. He's like, I don't fart in my sleep. He's like, explain this and... What if they just did that? He just repeated... It was Toby. Toby farts. I like that Toby sets himself up in a crawl space now every movie. Yeah, that's kind of like his little place. But you think about like uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah. That really like scary. Oh, the scene where they're under like the. At the birthday party. Yeah. And he goes all the way up and then the mean kid locks him in there with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, locks in. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the scene where uh, he makes the fort and the kid's inside the fort. Oh, that too. But yeah. no, it's the one where he, there's his birthday party and uh, 
what is the main kid's name in that? <sighs> Nolan, I think. Is it? It's Nolan or Warren. <laughs> the gloves come off. Yeah, here we go. Why do you have to test everything I say? <laughs> no, I'm not doubting you. It's just, uh, I just want to say Jonathan. Feel the holes in my hand, Thomas. Because his name's Cole. That's name's why. Because <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. Everyone's screaming right now. I kept wanting to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Haley, I'd Haley old Jawsman. I know that. I knew that. Uh, Rambo. That's that's what he says in the movie Rambo, <laughs> which is not even a movie. It's called First Blood. Uh, look, I knew it was Haley Joel Osment. I just had JTT's name. It's like one of those, you know, when the, an actor has three names. Mm, I almost hard. thought Thomas Hayden Church. I'm like, no, that's obviously not them. <laughs> that's not at all. But anyway, you were saying that the scene where he's locked in the closet with the scary ghost. In Sixth Sense? In Sixth Sense. Yeah, it's just like very, it's like, oh yeah, malevolent ghost. Oh, I just mm. did a little Scooby-Doo. Ghost! <laughs> I didn't even mean to. I got scared. <laughs> malevolent spirits seem to hide in little crawl spaces and stuff. Yeah, they're like the tight corners. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Casper, but he's he, a good he's I think a good he lives ghost. in the walls. Yeah. Or the attic or something. Don't him and his brothers live in the attic? His mean brothers? Yeah. That he's forced to be bullied by his whole... <laughs> His whole afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but yeah, it just reminded me of Sixth Sense a little that way. Yeah. What other things made you happy in this? Uh, the fact that Frank Welker voices Toby. What? <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't remember Toby saying he much. He not say shit. I think it's just kind of like, <clears throat> at points. Like, I don't think he actually says any words. No. But you know who else Frank Welker voices? Who? Scooby-Doo. Row <laughs> and Garfield. <gasps> I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> and more topical to our podcast, he voices Shao Kahn, Reptile, and Goro in 1995's Mortal Kombat. Oh my god! Like I feel like Goro is pretty like you can remember that he's just always like yeah! like he has and, a really good cartoon sound voice. Yeah, and Shao Kahn. What, what does Shao Kahn say? I think he just says at the end like. Immortals, hey, I'll kill you all, or something. <laughs> I, I was thinking, voice. I was thinking, the fate of millions rests on your shoulders. <laughs> but that's the good guy. That's yeah. Raiden says that. Yeah. <laughs> the fate of billions rests on your shoulders. And last and most importantly, he voices the Capuchin monkey in Raiders of the Lost Ark, oh, like the goodness. Nazi monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Like he just makes monkey sounds for him. That's so fun. Yeah. And so many other like big roles. Like, I mean, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like big productions. Mm-hmm. He has like, he's the, uh, oh my God, what's, I, I'm so bad with names today. The uh, guy who's in all the Disney movies now is like, I'm voicing the rooster. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name either. Um, the scary man in Solo. No. No. <laughs> that's a uh, oh my god i can't remember anybody that's paul bettany oh paul bettany I thought, I thought he was doing that no oh that's uh, why i was like wow he's doing all that good for him oh my god i looked up coco i meant <laughs> just cut all this out what next alan tudyk alan tudyk that's who it is frank welker's like the alan tudyk of he's like i don't know of random movies just forget it just forget this it's not important <laughs> screw it it's just weird that he's in Paranormal Activity four as Toby. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's and it's interesting too. So you're like, he didn't speak. He just makes a grumble sound. Yeah. So I mean, Katie is not just. Um, she's an active member of the cult. Yeah, she's not just like. Yeah, she's not just a member. She's. Kind of, I feel like she's kind of like 
the most important member because she's the mother of Wyatt. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, I guess aunt. it's. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. So I guess it doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but, but she she's is like the the guard of him. In a she's way. blood, so right. But is she? Because I get confused by all the stepdaughter, stepsister. I, I think I said they were step siblings, and I think I'm wrong about that. And I think they're actually our direct sisters. Why do you ever question me, Tyler? I, I don't. I'm literally, literally correcting a mistake I made. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm. I was being you. Oh. <laughs> Why are you correct me? Because you're wrong all the time. <laughs> I'm also wrong and forget everything. <laughs> the only difference is you will look it up and I won't bother. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's what makes us a good team. Uh, what else was? What, what else made you happy in this movie? Or because I have a hard time thinking of what really made me happy in this movie. Well, I like that Katie's footsteps are still really clunk. Yeah, clunk. they are. Like she has like the heaviest feet in the world. She's <laughs> like, very methodical. Like natural feet. <laughs> Maybe because she's like embedded with like the strength of a demon. Because she has like a yeah. demon face when she's chasing after Alex in the inside the coven house. No, it, it definitely. I got. It, and I didn't mean that like glibly. It was like I, I like. How, yeah, it's like so much force in her mm-hmm. steps because it, it really feels like she's being possessed. Yeah. But she's also just kind of become a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I didn't really like her running at him or at Alex. Who does she run after? She's chasing after Alex. It's chasing after Alex. It's like anytime they run, I'm like, yeah, it's a bit much. Like, yeah. I like, like they don't need the, to run. I like how the, I already said this in the last episode, but how all the old ladies in the last one, the just witches, are just walking at them. It's mm-hmm. just like, that's spooky as it is. Yeah, so you're not going to get away. <laughs> There's a giant monster sound that all the witches make in the end of the movie. They go, <laughs> yeah, that, that I, I like this movie quite a bit up until like that last scene. It's like K. That's a, it was a lot. It was way too much, I mm-hmm. think. But you don't like have any, she like, was already doomed. You don't have any standout scenes or little things you want to talk about? Uh, standout scenes. Like I, I think I mentioned I like the scene where like the symbols get drawn on him because I thought it was kind of scary. And what else? I couldn't figure out why they were being so mean to Robbie. Or not mean, but I just like her and Bennett were very like, that weird freak Robbie. I'm like, maybe don't be mean to the creepy kid that's living in your house with you right now. It is weird how he just like shows up in their uh, tree house. Yeah, just, like, that's a good what bit. What are you doing? Yeah, and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> but it all makes sense now because he's part of the witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like controlled by them. It's just way. a big grift. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, like I, I like the rebirth scene where like Wyatt stops being Wyatt and he starts being Hunter again. I enjoyed. I, I really like seeing t- Tiny Toby and Kevin confirmed that he is Tiny. Yeah, <laughs> forever shall be known as Tiny, Tiny Toby. Toby. Like I almost, I can't tell if I would prefer like just seeing this like hulking figure with like horns or just like that little like silhouette of a person because one might be overkill and the other might be like more appropriate. Yeah. Um, I like it better as like, well, maybe if it was just like a normal human shape, like yeah. adult shaped, mm-hmm. like I don't need like the big horns or anything. Yeah. Like, like if you look up on, like, maybe this is a spoiler, maybe this isn't a later one, but if you look up the, uh, image for Toby mm-hmm. on like the par- paranormal activity wiki, oh. he's kind of just like red, like ghostly essence. Oh, like okay. he looks like green or red, like not ectoplasm even. He's just like, is very kind of like he's red cloud mm-hmm. sparkly thing. But okay, cool. Very otherworldly. Just my favorite part of this movie was looking at the Where's Waldo of the Connect camera. Like, where's Toby? Oh, there he is. There oh, he is cool. There. That was fun. <laughs> but not necessarily scary. 
about. No, like it was probably the least scary. Like you're right, it's the least scary of the bunch, but it it definitely has a lot of lore to gush out and be like, all right, here's some answers, but here's a lot more questions. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's really teetering on that. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we need more and more questions? Like, I want to wrap up some stuff and also just like just focus on it being scary. Yeah, I think this one focuses a little too much on just like the lore, especially by the end. Very like, much all so. The, all the coven and everything. And just I. Like, Okay. Yeah, I really need like a polite bow from this franchise. Or like, I I know, <laughs> yeah, I know the new one coming out is just a re- a restart of the whole thing. Like, literally, I think this series ends with like a we get no answers ever. Is there any actual significance to Robbie's special fork? No. It's like what's that? He's like it's my special fork. I'm like. <laughs> They they drop a lot of the, like he has like his weird lamb doll and he has yeah. like a fork. Where they're like, what's the point of the fork? Maybe it's like silver or something to like protect him from Toby in case Toby goes rogue. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it helps Toby find him. Anybody like, that knows, let us know what the special fork does. I was like, maybe it's a divining rod kind of thing. But I was like, I don't know. Spiritual amplifier. Who knows? I'm looking up. The research I should have done before. Oh, that's okay. When I was playing Far Cry. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say anything. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, you can just cut out those 20 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I probably will. But Uh, Robbie does the same thing, and I think Wyatt as well, where uh, they're looking off camera to the left, Mm -hmm. screen left, but they're looking off to the right. It doesn't matter what direction. But they're (laughs) at the very end of the frame. Mm. That's just always like ominous, like a little kid talking to something off frame like, like that. Yeah, come on. Like, don't. I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's just always spooky. Yeah, it's like, I don't. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Whatever. Tobin. <laughs> What's Tobin from? I don't know. I just keep saying Tobin. Let's just call him Tobin. <sighs> I don't know. Like, uh, let, me, let me go through my notes and see if there's anything else I like. I jumped out and I enjoyed. Uh, yeah, me, Toby, Dot's Dance Party. My favorite scene was the end credits. <laughs> Put that Got him. VHS cover. Cold symbols on a one. I liked when the knife flew up. But we talked about that. Uh, yeah, it just kind of ends like all the other ones do with uh, everyone kind of dies in really quick sequential order. But it seems like they also capture Alex by the end of this movie to do like the ritual too because they need a virgin. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. I'm just like, all right, like, I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot. Two male directors, one male screenwriter. I'm just like, don't really. I need a 15-year-old virgin. Yeah. It's like, too no much. Thanks. Poor taste. I thought the twist was going to be they're just going to take Bennett instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, you know, something I like that's recurring in these movies is just someone's neck getting broken in a funny yeah. way. Uh-huh. Like, I love how the dad's neck gets snapped in the second one where he's just like mm-hmm. watching a commercial. He's just like, <laughs> he just like pop, floats in the air for a second. Like, yeah, it, he like flies up because that's how much force it is. Yeah. Katie's like two signature kills is <laughs> yeah. like the twist head around. <laughs> yeah neck break or like the send somebody fly it's like all the way around like does it to bennett too and it's just like he makes a weird sound when that happens it's like really goofy (laughs) but i like it other than that i i did think the uh the garage scene was pretty great oh the garage scene is good and she like plows through the garage door with the car i'm like that's quick thinking that's good yeah because i didn't know if i i don't know if i would do that it's like oh it's my parents garage i know right i'd be i probably would have died too but i don't want to get in trouble to die from car exhaust That's what would happen to me. It's like, I don't want to break the car. Which would be such a bad idea because they need her. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I guess they do. They're, they're like, someone's not thinking ahead here. Yeah, they're just trying to scare her. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, and it's like, uh, is she going to break the door or something? Like, there's, there's a lot of buildup yeah. to break the window, and then she finally does. But mm-hmm. that whole scene kind of reminds me of, uh, I guess, pretty specific reference, but it reminds me of Resident Evil 7. Is that one fight scene in like the garage? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With car Jack comes in and stuff, mm-hmm. and it just made me think. It's like, oh, you know, if I would watch another horror movie by these filmmakers, uh, Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman's, like, mm-hmm. I think they'd be pretty good for like a Resident Evil, Resident Evil Seven in particular, which mm. is very like kept to one house. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just Texas Chainsaw, and, and it has that found footage like mentality to it. Yeah, because, it does. Like, a lot of the tapes you find around the house and stuff. Yeah, so it's like they may as well, but. It seems like the new Resident Evil movie coming out is like a, it's like a, basically covering the first two, yeah, two or three games. Yeah, it's like Raccoon City stuff. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like, like yeah. that concept in itself isn't bad, but I don't know. Let's watch the trailer after this. Comment. Yeah, sure. I got them. That sounds fun to me. It's a bit, yeah, I don't like I'm talking like I'm a grumbling idiot, but. Well, it's because you're possessed by Toby. <sighs> Finally. <laughs> it's all coming into play. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my life's been on the up, up and up. <laughs> <laughs> because you're possessed by a because demon. That's the only it. way it's good. That's bleak. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. No, no, no. I'm no. probably reading into this a little too much, but I like that Katie's clothes seem a little dated at this point. Yeah, they are. like she wears the same set of clothes and she doesn't go shopping anymore. <laughs> yeah, it looks like she's still wearing like clothes from 2006. 2006. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's smart. That's subtle. It's good. But yeah, just her being Katie Featherston being in this again, I'm just like, she's kind of only in these in paranormal activity, like I said before. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, I think I like her. She's fun. And honestly, at some point in the future, I think she's going to be known as like a scream queen in a way. Yeah. Even though she's not necessarily what she isn't. She starts as a scream queen, then becomes like a the main villain. antagonist. Yeah. yeah. Which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, it's like, oh, what if in Halloween for jamie lee curtis became like the bad guy yeah that'd be pretty tight <laughs> yeah or they're both like killers or something that'd be pretty cool yeah they just kind of like that alternate reality a lot they never did that i'm sure that's been something much discussed mm-hmm. in like halloween fandom but she kind of becomes like a killer but she's more just like obsessed with killing michael myers than she is like other people <laughs> yeah i mean spoilers for friday the 13th that's kind of like how it is too it's like you think oh. there's a killer Wait, do you know anything about it? I know that the I know the twist of Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Yeah, like you think there's a killer. Well, there is, but it's like the mom. Not who you think it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which is I always thought was really. It's a good fun. twist. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought the twists were pretty fun. It kept me entertained in this, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not. It's like the least scary one I've seen yeah. so far. And next, we're kind of moving on from like the numbers to the ones with just titles under the name. Yeah, they're kind of like they seem like. I, I haven't seen them, obviously, you have, but mm-hmm. they seem kind of like outlier things in a way where it's yeah. just like not directly related to a thing. Mm-hmm. Like four seems kind of like a continue. Well, it's definitely a continuation of one through three. Yeah. It almost feels post-scrippy, but it doesn't really because it just continues the story. But then I'm assuming five and six just change things up a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more uh, like marked ones. It's just literally about like finding guardians for like the witches pretty much like their job is to like protect the witches. And then a ghost dimension, I think, is a lot more just like, it's more like paranormal activity meets poltergeist. Gotcha. So a lot more like creepy ghost physically manifesting kind of thing. Yeah, you'd think they would have reached that point sooner. You know? Yeah, right? 
But Ghost Dimension, and that's the thing I think that kind of killed it because then they're like, all right, we can't really go any, we can't go like up anymore. Like, where do we go from here? You go to the Amish country, I guess. Yeah, and making a documentary. <laughs> Would the Amish let them bring cameras? I think so. I think they're fine with that. But I, I, as long as they don't use them, like it's more like they're a, they, a them thing than like an everybody else thing. I just hope there's like a sick Kingpin reference in that movie. <laughs> sick. Or what's that movie with Harrison Ford where he goes to the Amish country? Uh, Witness? Witness, yeah. I think it's called Witness, yeah. It is. Viggo Mortensen's in it, too. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I still need to see that one. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, Witness is great. Have you seen Kingpin? I have not seen Kingpin. It doesn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> but it still cracks me up, certain parts. Other parts, I'm like, okay, but then other parts are pretty funny. Okay. You know what it's about? Uh, no. Woody Harrelson's like a... He used to be like a star bowling, mm. uh, like bowling player, bowler, bowler. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, and until he went mixed with the wrong people and asked for money from the mob and they like, <laughs> cut off his arm. So he has like a fake hand. Oh, fun. And then Randy Quaid is an Amish person, oh. this Amish guy who's like sneaks away to go to the bowling alley. And okay. They, like, meet paths. And oh, like, Randy Quaid is like really good at bowling. But so oh, so like, he like so... trains him in bowling. Yeah. And he has to hide it from his Amish family and uh. stuff. And it's pretty funny, but then, yeah, like I said, it's a Fairly Brothers comedy from the 90s. So. Yeah, it's going to be dated. I don't even need to say 90s. Like, anything the Fairly Brothers have made doesn't age very well. But anyways, can't wait for Green Book 2 so we can finally cover that <laughs> hallowed franchise where he eats not a whole pizza, but, I don't know, all of Dude, Italy. I, I haven't even seen Green Book yet. <laughs> Me neither. I just know that he eats a whole pizza, and then Viggo Mortensen can pick up the whole of Italy. He's like, hey, it's like a boot, and then put wine in it and drink it all. <laughs> That movie was such a surprise that it won any kind of Oscar at all. I don't know. I'll have to watch it. I guess I have to now. You have to. <laughs> You've condemned yourself to. All right. Uh, well, final thoughts, Tyler. Final thoughts. Uh, listeners, let me know if I should watch Green Book, if it's actually worth it. <laughs> um, but final thoughts on this movie. Like I said, it's definitely not that scary, but I still had a good time watching it. That's good. Um it was entertaining enough for an hour and a half. If it was any longer, I'd be like, okay, wrap it up. Yeah, I was happy to say, like, oh, 90 minutes, perfect, love it. I don't like the ending. It kind of just explodes at the end. It's, like, way mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. Especially, like, the suburbia aspect of these movies that I think we both like a lot. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was way, like, it doesn't really play into that very much. It's no. like, okay, just nobody sees all these. I know, it, it would be cool if they had, a, like, a, a different camera from, like, someone else's house. Oh, that'd be rad. Where it's just, like... A little phenomenon we're like what's going on but like everyone's mostly asleep yeah i was like is there a party going on over there or yeah something? And there's just a bunch of like a bunch of women in the street just walking like <laughs> like zombies like like a parade <laughs> yeah but like a silent parade like that would be a dun, really ominous to see dun, from a different dun, camera dun, dun. <laughs> when i was <laughs> a witch my father tiny toby <laughs> <laughs> my father's toby great singing Thank you. Oh. To see a ghostly band. <laughs> what are your final thoughts, Connie? That was a good good long pause. <laughs> give you room to cut. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my final thoughts are, I appreciate the lore building this movie. However, I am upset to say that it doesn't lead to anything. Um, this is kind of the last forward momentum we get in this series, which sucks. Because I think they ran out of ideas for what to do next and what to do with Hunter. Is there more Toby? I want to know. 
marked ones, no. Maybe Ghost Dimension. I don't have much memory of Ghost Dimension. Man, because like I maybe it's, I think it's just his name is endearing. Like I want to know more about this demon. I do Toby. too. Like he doesn't have like a, like a scary demon from hell name. His name is literally just Toby. Tiny Toby. He's like endearing enough where it's like all the things he does. Like he does kill yeah. people and stuff, but he's like an invisible ghost thingy that's yeah. like has a goofy name. Like yeah. I like that. It's good. So. This movie is hindered to me mostly just because I know it leads to nothing, which is the which is the bummer. But yeah, other than that, it's it's still it's still pretty fun. It's still it's still good. It has its moments where it actually is genuinely a little creepy to me, and has some good parts. But I don't think I'd actively try to watch this one again. If that makes sense, that's how I felt too. Yeah, especially at the ending, I'm just like, all right, this was kind of fun to watch once. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would probably go see this in theaters if it had just come out. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was kind of fun to watch with friends, but. Mm-hmm. Never again. Yeah. What's your uh, ranking of these right now? It's like it takes itself too seriously with the lore and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much too early. All right. Well, we'll wait to the very end before we do that. Have to keep people listening to hear my my reviews. But you can go ahead. No, no, I'll I'll wait too. Come, come, Mister. You're not better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it goes: Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Hunger Games. It's going to rate all of the uh, <laughs> movies we've ever covered. Jeez Louise. Let's do that for our 100th episode. Oh my God. <laughs> that might be good. Or extremely tedious. Yeah. I can't tell if our 100 episode is going to be like something like that. My mom wants to do an awards ceremony at her house and just have, we can invite as many guests to the franchise that would come. Do we get malignant like trophies? Yeah. For best surgeon? Yeah, yeah. We carve out the back of our heads and we give it to them. Um <laughs> Or we just do like a one-on-one thing where we like talk about the Joker movie. No, I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like it just because <laughs> it's a bit. Yeah, but <laughs> the movie's a walking bit. But I want like, our hundredth hundredth episode to be something special, and it feels like it's like right around yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah. We have some other plans we should talk about off mic Ooh, okay. too about certain franchises and such, <laughs> as always. But. Yeah, I guess you wrapped up your thoughts, right? Yeah. Uh, this movie was made for around $5 million. It's like a Blumhouse thing. Mm. You know, it's still a Blumhouse movie. And it made almost $143 million worldwide. <sighs> so this was the last movie that made like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The next two still made good money, but I think they're both under 100 mil. Yeah. So it kind of like did peter out with well, along with the ideas. <laughs> but hey, I'm sure there'll be other things that I enjoy about them. Yeah. We'll find out. I remember Marked ones I actually kind of enjoyed. I thought it was like a good little twist on the idea yeah this one has like 23 percent rotten tomatoes and i think those two are higher so Mm -hmm. that's our thoughts on paranormal activity four aka paraformal activity (laughs) more i say it it's still funny right still funny dig it into the ground i still think it's funny like it's like formal is the the word that word formal is in there so toby's wearing a bow tie and you look great Everyone's in their red carpet best i feel like toby is more of a bow tie i was gonna say bolo tie i'm like no no he's bow tie yeah the dad would wear a bolo tie, absolutely. <laughs> would he? Like that face. He seems, like, that's, he's that's like, a bolo tie. I'm fun. I'm a fun dad. Yeah. Yeah. He'd totally wear a bolo tie. <laughs> I don't even know how to use my phone. <laughs> Yeehaw! I don't even know how to cut red bell peppers. <laughs> what a lovable couple. <laughs> Love him. He can't use a phone. She can't cut bell peppers. <laughs> what are they going to do? He's just holding up a bell pepper to his head. Hello? <laughs> Uh, and she's just trying to slice at it with a with a flip phone. With a she's trying flip. to cut a bell pepper with a flip phone. It says it's a razor. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> it's like or vaudeville act. Vaudeville, vaudeville franchise. Tune in next week. 
That sounds like a slippery slope of <laughs> problems. <laughs> Let's not. Uh, you want to do a whole like Chicago-esque episode of the franchise? We have to sing? Yeah. I was about to sing Chicago and then I forgot all the words. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, I love you, Chicago. <laughs> <sighs> Lily's gonna scream when she hears that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already said that's our final thoughts. Yep. These are my final thoughts on our final thoughts in this movie. Oh boy. But before we conclude our episode, we have to do our usual segment of Beyond Critical Thought, Beyond Comprehension. Enter a new dimension of movie reviews. These are the letterbox laws. Dun dun dun. I hope this isn't stale at this point. No, it's fun. I like that. Okay. Thanks for reassuring me. God. <laughs> Condescending. I think I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Condescending. You asked. Wait, I can't remember that. Saloon in Las Vegas. <laughs> that bearded guy knew. Whatever. Forget that bit. <laughs> Try to bring it back. It's over. I'm never going to do You it destroyed again. your own mythos with me rolling my eyes on the back of my head. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this one is from, once again, Single White Familian. Oh, she great. To, I didn't even follow her. I follow her now. Yeah. Him, her. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Them. Um, but Single White Familian, their review is, there's a cat in this one. <laughs> I agree. There is a there cat. There is a cat. One. Okay, Kate Waterlife. I watched this because a guy named Leo hacked my Netflix and started watching it, so I had to finish the job. <laughs> One star. That's good. From Parker. Parasnormal activity part bore. Oh. Had on a hat, kind of, but I still like it. Parasnormal activity One part star. bore. Will Walker says... Fucking Prius. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. And to conclude it all, from Casey, little pink purple heart. <laughs> Paranormal activity ranked. I am being haunted by my Microsoft Xbox Connect TM. <laughs> Please send help. <laughs> One star. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you might want to check out Starship Impala. It's an actual role-playing game podcast where me and four other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. You can find it on SoundCloud or you can find it on the Apple Podcast app. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Vice. If it looks like the I, the profile icon is like weird like Big Bird-type character. It's like Demon Big Bird. <laughs> Demon Big Bird, it's correct. It's the child of Gap of the Triphibian Monster. The esoteric kaiju film <laughs> okay <laughs> please don't listen to me <laughs> but do follow me and listen to our podcast yeah do that follow us at franchise pod instagram twitter facebook tiktok am i missing any social medias we're on them all yeah we're there email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com for any questions comments and compliments yeah. you can also send us concerns i feel bad for saying <laughs> i like concerns like are you guys okay? I feel like concerns uh, is like that. I guess com- we'll take out complaints, but we'll leave in concerns. Because <laughs> that's very valid. Yeah. Are and you, I don't want... Com- you should be concerned about us. <laughs> I don't want compliments to be one third of the thing. It feels too like bi- like too full of myself. I don't like it. I think compliments are fine. Send Every compliments. once in a while. Oh my God. Don't want to let it get to my head. The self-deprecation <laughs> is killing me. <laughs>
I think you need, you need to know what we, what your thing has to be until next time is going to be. I think I know. But have you ever uh, have you ever had to share a, a bed with your grandpa and he farts a bunch? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to recall. I do not think I've ever slept, what's called, had to share a bed with either of my grandparents. Unlike Bennett. Unlike Bennett, who has to go to Mexico and is such a drag, this farty grandpa. <laughs> What a whiner. He is a big baby. Going on a vacation. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, that sounds really nice. And he's like, no farts. Going on vacation or getting your neck snapped. Both. Priceless. <laughs> Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us to grow the show and subscribe so you get all our episodes that mm-hmm. come out. And stay tuned for Paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Starring a new ghost named Mark. One. Oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> a new ghost named Mark. <laughs> Mark one. It's Tony Stark's Mark one armor gets haunted. That seems like an absolutely the plot of a comic book episode thing. Until next time. Solo. <laughs> okay, okay, on. <laughs>